where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. The Believer's Walking in Righteousness with Brother James Ware is now on the air. His goal is to awaken you from the error of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or have a need for prayer requests, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will be sure to provide his website along with his mailing address. Now, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you in all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. Father, we ask you to bless the word on today, that I speak nothing of myself, but I speak only that which you would have me to say. And I ask you to bless those that are listening. God, that they might not hear with the natural ear only, but they hear with the ear of the heart, that they may have a mindset to want to go forth and to do and to be that which you would have them to do and be. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. <clears throat> Thank you for what you're going to do and ask you to look upon those, Lord, that feel like they tune in by accident. Let them know it was your will, your plan for them to hear what thus says the Lord. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name I pray. Excuse me. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I thank you. For this day, amen, this is the day that the Lord have made, and I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it, amen. I, I, I have uh, a few little situations that I would like to say. I truly like to thank the few that we have on board to support the ministry, even though I did send uh, uh, what you call a thank you card and all that, but we thank God. And also, I have a, a son in the ministry that a uh, young man that was once 
we was, uh, he was under the, my teaching, amen, and a very good uh, friend. I met his mother, and I, I know he lost his mother. And I, uh, Minister Casey, lost his mother, amen, uh, Mother Huey. Uh, I met her. She came to the church. She was uh, fellowshipping. And uh, even though she had a, her own fellowship that she came to, she took time out to come and visit us. So she slipped uh, into eternity Amen, and uh, I would like to acknowledge her. Those of you that know Minister Casey, he was used to be one of my readers while we was on the air when I had Minister Copeland and Minister Casey. Those two was my readers, and uh, Minister Copeland moved out of town, and Minister Casey uh, moved on in what the Lord would have him to do. Amen. Uh, but I would like to acknowledge her going home celebration will be November the 3rd at 3 p.m. at uh, Murphy Brothers' funeral home. If I'm not, uh, I think I said that right, but if not, somebody please call in and make sure that I said it right. I, I, I think that's what he told me uh, at 3 p.m. and Murphy's brother funeral home. Uh, they will have a homegoing celebration. And uh, those of you that know Minister Casey, uh, I'm telling you, you can say what you want to say, but people, when you lose your mother, I don't care how close or whatever, you don't have a one mama. I know some of you might say, well, my mama was this, my mama was that, or my mama wasn't walking in that. Truth that I know, well, guess what? Uh, she still had you. Amen. That's the key thing. God chose to use her as a vessel to get you here. So we thank uh, God for your mothers. And I lost my mother some years ago, and I lost my father, which was a faithful listener. Amen. And I, I, I really miss him. Amen. Not that I, I'm complaining uh, because I know that Scripture said uh, it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this is judgment. Not only that, believers, it, we all going to go that way. We're going to leave here one way or the other. If the catching away comes, then you will be transformed. Uh, either way, you're going to have to get out of this body. I'm going to have to get out of this body, and you're going to have to get out of this body to stand before God. And when you stand before God, then you're going to be judged according. But I ask you to just pray for him um, because that, when a person loses their mother, it's kind of rough. Amen. I done lost mother, father, um, and uh, uh, wife, and it, all of it, and we know this. We know we are not here for good. We know we are not here to stay. We know that. But it just that we get so comfortable with one another. We get so comfortable, and we take in consideration uh, that we are going to be here forever. We don't think about, I might not wake it up, might not wake up in the morning. 
We say we do, but the truth of the matter is we might think about it a couple of days, but we're right back to our same old routine, planning for this and for that. And in the midst of planning, we forget about, hey, I need to be planning for the Lord. I need to be planning to meet God. And uh, I'm saying it ain't what Brother Webb think. It ain't what nobody else think. I can only say that I pray that when you your time come, that you be prepared. My daughter called me and said, Daddy, uh, I just want you to know that maybe if I, she didn't say what I did. She didn't say that. She said what she did. And not that I thought she did anything. She just said, I want to be the daughter that God had made me to be. And being the daughter that God had made her to be is the thing that uh, uh, was more important to her. And that's what I was saying, believers. It's not necessarily what, what this or what that. No, no, no. It's what the Lord, what you, what kind of standings that you are in uh, when you stand before God. Now, I've seen that uh, here recently that uh, these last few days, I should say. Matter of fact, the Lord even woke me up uh, this morning and I thought about this, and what I thought about was how that we, as a people, uh, say we love God and say we want the truth of God. We are doing things, as the scripture says, we trying to get this truth and trying to get that truth. But our life, our uh, uh, real living for God, can you say that you really, truly uh, being uh, eating the spirit of God, feeding that God is feeding you His spirit, and you are, you say, but that ain't something you eat. That's something you receive. Okay, well, have you received? But what I want to talk about that we are hungry for knowledge, but we are afraid to eat the real truth. We are hungry for knowledge, but we are afraid to eat the real truth today. Now, you might say, well, brother, well, you're always uh, negative. You know, I'm sorry. I have to be what God is saying. If, I'm, if he's saying people are not trying to re eat the real truth, we have a tendency that we want to eat that which is good. You know, when you sit down to a table uh, as a child, uh, remember, if you can remember back, it wasn't no fun in eating vegetables, uh, wasn't no fun in eating this. We all, most of us, wanted meat and sweets. Those two things, were, it wasn't a problem in eating. I know some of you are, uh, uh, are different now. Some of you are saying, no, 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 I love vegetables. Okay, you're an exception. Uh, but normal cheering. Normal, I shouldn't say the word normal, I say the majority. The majority of children don't like broccoli, don't like turnips and all these things, these vegetables, which is good for them. That's real food for them. But in the midst of it, they have a tendency of they want dessert. 
They don't want this real stuff that's good for them. They want the dessert, the ice cream, the cake, the pie, and all that. And in my case, it's the honey bun, okay? We are eating junk food. We say we are hungry for knowledge. So we studying this and we studying that and we learning this word and learning that word. What we should be doing is getting the anointing of God, getting filled with the Spirit of God. They that are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. We know this. We often quote this. You know, and, and, and I say it, I'm making a point. I'm saying me. This is what I want to be. This is the testimony that I want to leave. According to Acts, the fourth chapter, and the 13th, this is not what I'm preaching on, but this is me. This is where I'm at. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge. What? They took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. You know what? I would much rather for someone to take knowledge of Brother Wed and spent time with Jesus. I'm serious about that. I want to be known of that person that I spent time with the Lord. I don't want it to be, oh, Brother Wed this, and he, he know how to break down this. He know how to memorize every book of the Bible and give you a scripture out of every book in the Bible. And all that's good now. And and I, I got all that. I write all that. I, I teach the children that. So it's not that I'm trying to say there's nothing wrong with that. I want you to understand what I'm saying. It, it, it's to have this knowledge, but you ain't spent time with Jesus. So what I'm saying, we hungry for knowledge. Yes, yes, we hungry for knowledge. But guess what? We are not eating real true. All right, I'm going to start at uh, John 18:38, which I have on my card. And I want to start there so you can see what I'm saying. Uh, when 18:38 uh, and John, St. John, the 18th chapter, 38 verse, and Pilate said unto him, what is true? That's the key right now. At least Pilate understood that, wait a minute, if this person say, and, and think about it now, this person say they got the truth, that person say they, they got the truth, somebody else saying that they have the truth, and we got five different peoples in the room, and all five of them saying that they got the truth. I heard from God. God spoke to me. God revealed the scripture to me. And in the midst of all this, then what are they doing? They, they all doing the same thing. And you know what that is? Nothing. They are not uh, causing souls to come to him. They are not living holy. No, 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 no. They, they live in so much of the world. The world unfiltered in the church that it's a sad situation. It's sad because of the fact that when we look at the church today, the church is so worldly, we even take the world's songs. 
the world world song the songs that the world sings and we just put Jesus in it and a little bit in uh, about Jesus and you know what we make it a gospel so what we're saying we need the devil music in order to even have praise and worship we have peoples in the midst of you in the churches okay and most fellowship that you go in you got peoples there are not even saved, and they paying them to play instruments so that you can, talking about how you enjoy the Lord and how this, they haven't even been converted. And because they haven't been converted, then we have, got, we have them playing, and we rejoicing until the music for unsaved folks. That's what we're doing. We're rejoicing to unsaved folks. Why? Because we're getting away from hymns, we're getting away from the word in order that we might be in the position that we might hold on to God's word, hold on to the blood, hold on to that individual that have repented and seeking God. Then guess what? We wind up saying we serving God, but the truth of the matter is we are not serving God. We don't need the devil to eat off of his table, and uh, according to Corinthians and uh, Corinthians, uh, Paul said we can't eat up the devil's uh, food and then eat up the Lord, be partaker of the Lord. But in the book of Galatians, Galatians three and one, it says, "O foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you that ye should obey, that ye should not obey the truth." Before whom's eyes Jesus Christ have been the evidence set before, oh, uh, set before the crucifixion among you. In other words, why in the world that you not want to believe the truth? Let me tell you something, believers. You got to understand that the work was finished. Jesus says it's finished. So how is it that we want to add to it and take away and say this is what an individual should do and do that and, and because they're not doing it the way that we feel that they doing, should be doing it, then they ain't got what they're supposed to have. And the truth of the matter is uh, our love and compassion for one another is not there. We don't have love and compassion for Oh, we have love and compassion for who we want to have love and compassion. In other words, if I love you, uh, if, if, if you are my buddy, uh, you are my friend, uh, you are my whoever, or uh, you look the way I want you to look, or you act the way I want you to act, then, oh, you are right with me. Then I love you then. But guess what? Then here's the problem. We are judging peoples by their outward man. We are not seeing that inward man that's crying out. See, in, 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 this, in the book of Psalms, okay, Psalms 119 and uh, 33, it says, Teach me, O Lord, thy ways of thy statue, and I shall keep it until the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Wait a minute. Now, they plainly said, wait a minute. I shall keep thy law. Let me go on and finish it. Then I, I'll respond. 
I shall observe it what uh what my with my whole heart. In other words, I'm not gonna just miss some of it. See, remember I told you, and you done heard me say this, that the person today they'll wanna do this and wanna do that. And in the, in, in the midst of them wanting to do this and wanting to do that, they lose out because they're looking at another position that somebody else played. And see, when you don't know, I've learned this, folks, and you can say, I, I know, when you don't know what God has called you to do, when you're not aware of the calling and the choosing by God, then you know what happened? The devil can slip in and give you any little thing. But when you know that God has told you, the Bible teaches us in the book of James that if we uh, have a wavering mind, we're wavering in certain things, wavering this, we waver in that, we waver in uh, the truth of God, we waver in the commandments of God. And folks, I'm sorry, I, I, I just don't, and I, I understand that there are peoples that will enter into the kingdom of God and didn't observe all the commandments. Let me, let me make that plain, because they wasn't aware of it. But see, God is not going to judge us on them. He's going to judge us on us. We know certain things, so therefore we got to do certain things. We have to do certain things. I was talking to some, and I know, I know you all, I probably done got overwhelmed in the teaching of the, the holiday, the, the so-called holiday that just passed, which was Halloween. I know some of you, but I was talking to a, a young lady, and I asked him, how could you say that you are in the righteousness, that you are walking in righteousness, you're obeying God, but yet you want to participate in the things of the world. She said, well, it didn't hurt me when I was young, so how can it hurt them? Uh, I know what she was saying. She might believe that it didn't, but what it really did, it put certain things in their mind, in, in their concept. And see, some of the things that they have now, they hold on to it. Uh, there are some peoples right now, if you talk to them about uh, them, the black cat, you talk to them about uh, throwing salt and somebody sweep the foot and all this junk, all this, and if you break the mirror certain years or so-called changes and all this, they, 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 they follow this because the enemy able to put fear he uses little bitty stuff, believers, to put fear in your mind and to keep you in fear simply because of the fact that he don't want you to, he, the devil, don't want you to progress in the Lord. He don't want you to move forward. He don't want you to receive that which God got. So any way that he can hinder it, any way that he can say this or say that, then he's going to do it. Any little crack we give him. And, and see, when we give him, here, here we go, and, and I'm going to try to get this in before the, uh, 
break, and then after that, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with more of it. But in uh, the book of Hosea, everybody usually is familiar with that, and it talks about certain things. But it says this, Hosea 4 and 6 says, My peoples are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me, God, that you had something for me and you call me your people? And because I didn't walk in the knowledge that he have given me. See, that's what, that's what the enemy See, when he can't get you to go back in sin. See, first he tried to get you to, to make you feel un, un, uh, that you are not born of God, that you are not uh, uh, have the script, the power. So here's what he does. He in turn tells you, you ain't say. If you were say, you wouldn't think like this and think like that. And, and pretty soon you'll uh, start reading, start praying, and you'll get strength enough to overcome that. You'll say, devil, I know God saved me. I know I didn't have the mind to do thus and thus and thus. So therefore, you're able to fight the enemy on that. Then he got to get another game plan. See, if, if you can block one shot one way, then he throw another punch another way. And then he say, well, yeah, you say, but you know what? God trying to do something else with you. He trying to carry you in another direction. But in actuality, yes, God does carry us in a different pathway. Yes, we grow up. Yes, we do things. But wait a minute. Have I accomplished in that area where God have called me, God have chosen me, God have allowed me to be there? Have I accomplished what God had for me to do? Or am I doing this? That's why I say you begin to be hung, you hungry for knowledge, but you are not receiving. Listen to me. You are not receiving the, the real truth. Because you are not eating the real truth. If you was eating the real truth, you would begin to stand up and tell that devil, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. You begin to tell that devil, I know what God done called and God done showed. See, it took me a, a, a minute to understand. I shouldn't say a minute. It took me a while, okay? A minute is just a form. But uh, let me go on break, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to talk about this. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware.
Well, we're back. We are standing in the need of a blessing. Amen. We thank God for the break. And like we said, we would love to hear from some of you. Amen. That said that you will uh, be getting in touch with us. We would love to hear from you. And uh, as she gave, the number is 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. To those of you that's on 1-800, uh, I mean, out of state, whatever, you can dial us at 1-866-923-2860. We would love to hear from you. Question or, <clears throat> excuse me, comment, all right? Uh, but back to this. And, and like I say, the, uh, if you have a question or you have a comment, and like I said, uh, be in uh, prayer for the Huey family. Amen. He's a young um, son. Uh, minds that were in the ministry. He he grew up, uh, so to speak, in the Lord and and moved in the direction God was leading him. So he lost his mother. Keep him in prayer. Now I know we don't think that much about things of that when you but when you lose someone, you can be saved or not saved. Uh, when you can't speak to your mom no more, when you can't. Some things they'll say or whatever, you may not pay attention to it then, but you really, I can count the time that I really wish that I could ask her for something. Uh, I was telling my sister uh, certain things that I can see in me from mama and from certain things I can see from daddy. And because they are no longer around, then you kind of, Think about it. But anyway, back to the scriptures. Amen. Uh, again, I'm saying my question is, you are hungry for knowledge, but you are so afraid. You are so afraid to eat real truth. And you're saying, well, Brother Ware, because you call it real truth, it doesn't make it be mine real truth. Again, remember I told you, according to the 12th chapter, I said, there's many parts of the body, I, I, but we are all in one part. But listen to me, believers. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you proclaim. I don't care what denomination you are. Yes, I do believe that there will be some people that they are not convicted about the commandments will make it in. But at the same time, I believe that there are some people that know about the commandments and, and not willing to do so, they will not make it in. Why? Because they're choosing to make their religion. They are not seeking after the, the, uh, the real truth for God. You know, it's, it, if you don't know something, you can pretty much excuse them, a person for not knowing. But when a person knows something and chose not to do it, then it's a different story. Now, <clears throat> In uh, uh, Hosea, where I left off at before the break, it says, My peoples are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast reject knowledge. Do you know that a lot of people reject knowledge because that ain't what they used to hearing? I don't agree with that. Well, why not sit down and see 
Why not see where this person coming from? Why not go into the scriptures and search it out? But instead, instead, we will in turn reject truth. And then we say we want to go higher hikes and a deeper depths in God when we are not making a difference between the world and the, uh, um, and, and the believers. Listen, folks, it's sad, the stuff that you're seeing in the churches. You, as I said, we are allowing people to pray, uh, to play instruments in a praise service, and they ain't even saved. They get out there no different than what I use, what stopped me from going to gospel uh, groups, gospel singing. Because my, my, my biological dad grew up, he was part of a group in, in Carolina called the Traveling Harmonizers. I was able to meet other groups and uh, Slim and Supreme Angel. They was hot back there, and they came to our house. I remember them. I remember meeting them. Uh, a, few, a whole lot of other ones. Okay, and here's what they would do: they would sing, and while they were singing, and y'all know if you ever went to a gospel concert, oh, while they are singing, oh, they are in the spirit. Anybody got the Holy Ghost, come and shake my hand. Come down and shake my hand. People run down there and shake their hands and do this and do that. And all of a sudden, we, they, they, they act like they really sincere with God. They really do. But the moment they get out, they get out of the, uh, uh, the gospel program, what they was having, they go to drinking, they go to ho-hopping, they go to jiving and picking at the other groups and saying this group did that and that group did this. And it all of a sudden became nothing. And that's the way we got the church is today, folks. We, um, it's sad to say you got women in the church wearing these tights, uh, whatever they call them, uh, spandex. You, you, somebody should be willing to teach these folks. You don't wear this kind of garment into, no, it, you say, eh, it ain't that, but I, I can't never get nobody to show it to me. Because, see, God have a certain dress code even when it came to the priests and when it came to the people, when they wanted to talk about Moses, look at him, God, God can talk to us like he talked to you. And, and first of all, Moses, the first thing he told him, go get cleaned up. Get, get, get it together. Why are we scared to tell people that? Because you know why? We don't want to run them out. We don't want them to go. And they come up with this messed up saying, well, you got to catch the fish before you clean the fish. It ain't your job to do neither one. It's your job to go forth and put the gospel and allow the gospel of Jesus Christ to transform these people. But we so hungry for knowledge. We want to talk about this or that, and we want to even say, well, you know, I don't see it that way. Matter of fact, in this Bible, it says one thing. In that Bible, it said nobody is telling people you need to fast and pray. You need to get on your knees to seek God's face about a situation. That's why we got all this marriage and divorce. That's why we got all these folks breaking up. It was a time that when you got married and you was in the Lord, they told you in that church, you better do some praying then because you made the decision in the midst of witnesses and God. You made a promise. 
And the Bible teaches you in Ecclesiastic, it's better than not to make a promise than to make one and to break it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, nobody want to tell people that today. You know why? Because that will mess them up. They cannot do and be what they supposed to do and be. All right, 404-355-8699. Question or comment? Now, as I was saying in the book of Hosea, because I got I, uh, need to go on. In the book of Hosea, say, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because that uh, thou have rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. You don't think that God is rejecting folk? They got a false, a falsehood of uh, uh, what, what we call deliverance. Amen. I looked at a, a, a sister showed me some thing that they say that deliverance ministry, and I, I said, uh, deliverance, and then she asked me, what was, the, what was they being delivered from? I don't know. I can't tell nobody nothing, nobody being delivered from something when I'm seeing we sending crack people that hooked on crack. We're sending them to something where you need to go to the drug place, you need to do the... I don't see nobody saying, you need to come on, let's go to the altar, like it was when I came forth. Get, let's go to the altar, and if it's going to take all night, we're going to stay there, and we're going to be uh, on the altar crying out for deliverance. We don't believe that no more. We too smart. We too uh, intelligent to so-called call on Jesus and say, Lord, we got a problem, but we would rather fix it up. We would rather let people, because we got to get some numbers, because we got to get um, money. Let me tell you something. When I stepped out from the church, I ain't had nothing. I ain't had no bank account to hold this or uh, uh, give me that. But God put a few sincere people in my life to say, look, uh, I want to be a blessing to the ministry. I want to do this. and I, want, I mean, God just showed me, if you just trust in him, don't trust in you, because, see, you ain't able to do nothing, Brother Well. You ain't able to, to do no more than what you can do, and what you can do is nothing. But when you stop and, eva and evaluate yourself and how that you are not obeying God, people, you, we got so many preachers. We got more preachers than we ever had, but so many people, preachers, are misleading peoples because they are not standing on the word of God. That's all I'm saying. Come back to the word of God. I tell people, if you think I'm in error, call me. Call me up. That's why I put my number on the radio. Not that I'm trying to be boastful. Not that I'm trying to uh, feel that I'm righteous and everybody else is wrong. No, no, no. I'm sincere about this thing. It's too long, too many. Listen to me. Listen to me. I know what it's like to be a hypocrite. I know preachers don't tell you this. They, they, want, to, uh, they want to make it look like, oh, they are God's anointed. Oh, I touch not my anointed. You know, and the truth of the matter, everybody that's saved is anointed by God. If they have, uh, and you say, well, you ain't saved. Uh, brother, where until you endure to the end? Okay, to your Bible scholars, I, I, I'm not arguing a point, but you are saved to be saved. 
and I can prove that from the scripture. But here's my point. My point is that you are, you're, you're hungry. You say you want to uh, do something, but you ought to look around. You look what you got around. You look what people are doing that God is trying to wake you up and let you see there's got to be different. There's got to be a different way. There's got to be a way of the word of God. Like he said, the people's are uh, rejecting knowledge. And since you are rejecting knowledge, I, I tell somebody, well, you know what? Uh, the commandments is nothing but your rules and regulation of the game. Meaning this, you get into a, a baseball game, you got rules and regulations. Those of you that know about baseball, you know when a foul ball is over the line. Uh, uh, a home run is when you hit it over the fence or ever high for you got for a place for a home run. When we talk, like, what it is, it's basketball season now. So when you are playing basketball and it's kind, and you see these guys uh, that they get a, they hit the man, they get, wait a minute, uncontested shot. That means they go to the line, they got a line drawn up, and, and, and somebody could say, oh, that ain't fair. That's not right, brother. Where? How in the world can that you let that man go take a free shot? But you foul him. You foul him, and because you hit him, uh, you did something, now you got to do what? You got to allow him to take the free shot. So what he do? He takes the free shot from the foul line because you fouled him. Now, guess what? That's the same way. That's all Brother Ware is saying about the commandment. In order to get in the game, folks, you got to make Jesus Lord of your life. We ain't talking about just this happy-go-lucky type stuff that they got going on. Well, just come on. Jesus is this and Jesus is that, and there's no transform, transform transformation. That's what I'm trying to say. There is no transformation. The guy's still looking like they was in the world. They're still wearing the pants, hanging down off them. They're still coming in a congregation with sleeveless shirts, or what we used to call gall shirts. I think now they call them wife beaters or something. And then you got the women's coming in. Nobody is saying nothing about that. But yet they're supposed to be converted. Yet they're supposed to be saved. Yet they're supposed to be crying out to God. It is not happening. It is not a transformation. We still going to have marital, big marital problems. Those of you that's married, if you stay in the midst of a church that's doing that, you're better off praying and seeking God at the house in order to go and set up under garbage. Uh, la di da teaching. No, ma'am. No, sir. I'm not. Uh, God got some sincere pastors. And then he got some sincere sisters that love the Lord that not concerned about calling me a certain name. They're concerned about teaching the word of Christ. He got some sincere brothers that are not concerned about name, uh, putting a title on it. No, ma'am. No, sir. He uh, more concerned about getting the word of God to you. If God called me, I'm more concerned about giving you the real truth. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm telling you, folks. We cannot get away from it. We, we let these preachers, 
and we act like the word of God don't exist. When the Bible says, is, is, is the commandment sin? No, I would not have known sin but by the commandment. We know these things. So how is it that we can say that this person have the anointing of God, have Jesus dwelling in them at the same time, think nothing about breaking the commandments of God. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't believe that. I, I, I can't accept that, folks. Uh, and it ain't for me to believe or accept, but it's the word of God. The Bible says, many will say, Lord, Lord, shall not enter. Did not we cast out devils? Did not we do this? And did not we do that? All right, that, that, that's, listen, read Matthew uh, 7, 21. You know I don't went over it time and time. That's not, the, that's not the issue for me. The issue for me is to, for you to understand you got to deal with the basic stuff before you want to get knowledge. The real truth is the basic. Receive Christ. Receive the Holy Ghost. Be baptized in the Spirit of God by the Word of God. You can't do it no other way. We want to come up and uh, do this and do that. And at the same time, we have no way that we can say God told us to do that. Do you know how many people say God told them? Then when you tell them, say, wait a minute, if God told you this, how come he can't tell you that the thing that he wrote with his own finger? The finger of God, the only thing in your Bible that was written by the finger of God to the peoples of God. It, it was written, and it was written for us of all generations. You say, but Jesus said, love God with all your heart, soul, body, mind, and love thy neighbor as yourself. Oh, I don't have a problem with that. How in the world can you break one of the first four commandments and say that you're loving God with all your heart, soul, body, mind? Tell me. Help me out. Send me some literature to prove that you can do it. I don't believe you can do it. I know you can't do it. It ain't what I believe. I know you can't do it. And if the last six is loving your neighbor as yourself, this is what I'm standing on. I'm standing on, folks, you got to get some ground rules. You got to get people back to fasting and praying. You got to get people's back to seeking God's face. You got to get back to holiness. This stuff, you need to tell folks, look, sister, you got saved now. Let me help you out. You can't uh, wear clothes that would attract a man. Brother, you got, you got saved now, so you got to pull your pants up. You got to do that with God as a godly man. You cannot carry yourself as a thug and, and, and wearing earrings and all this mess. Earrings is an abomination between, uh, uh, for, against God because you're wearing women's garments. You don't see in the scripture that the men did this. And, and matter of fact, you want to get technical? Yes, your brother, well, I know that they used to wear earrings. Yeah, well, what did they wear earrings for? Well, if you read in your Bible, you'll find that when a man became a free slave, in other words, if I was a slave to my master, and I wanted to let my master know that I want to continue being a free slave. I want to continue to stay here. Then they would put an earring in my ear. So that's what the devil said. Let, I want to make you a free slave. 
Okay, now you were you volunteering yourself. First, it was a demand because he bought you. The Satan had uh, be, bewitched you and caused you not to obey him. And then all of a sudden, the knowledge of God came to you that you need to repent and seek God's face and begin to follow his righteousness, begin to study the word of God. It's sad that these folks been in the scripture and can't even quote the books of the Bible. That's sad. You might say, oh, that's immature. But guess what? If you go to the store and uh, a brother or a sister and buy you a gun, if you never had a gun, you got to read the direction and figure out how to handle that gun. If you don't, you might turn the gun on yourself and shoot yourself because nobody never taught you. So guess what? You, If you don't know, you do know. You find out, oh, this is how I do. I put the bullets in this way and I, I point the gun that way and I do whatever. Guess what? How is it that we can follow all the rules and the regulation of anything you can name if it's nothing but driving? But when it comes to the church, we say, honey, we built on the Bible. We believe the Bible. The Bible is Christian's uh, road book, brother. Well, well, tell me something. How come you can't obey the Bible? How come the Bible, the very Bible that you have, when Jesus himself said three days and three nights, you want to come up and say, but he was crucified on a Friday and he rose on a Saturday, on a Sunday. And then you, you feel comfortable saying that in the pulpit, in the church, when it's so simple to find out when he was crucified and when he was resurrected, just follow the scriptures. And the scripture will lead you to righteousness. But we would rather go on and search for knowledge and try to get knowledge. As the scripture said, uh, they, what, ever learning? Yes, yes, ever learning. Always trying to find out this and that. Let me turn to it right quick before, I, before my time run out. And uh, I'm Thessalonians, no, I want Timothy. Uh, Second Timothy is what I want. Second Timothy, the third chapter, and around uh, uh, no, around the fifth verse. Having a form of godliness, folks. Having a form of godliness. You know what a form of godliness is? Something we say we believe. We're going in a form. We're just going through the emotions. We just going through this and going through that. We're not sincere about what we do. Let me tell you something. When you get sincere about something, you go listen to me. When an athlete, you can talk to some of these kids in high school. When they get sincere about uh, 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 playing a sport, they're gonna come away from uh, trying to sneak and smoke. They're gonna come away from trying to eat the wrong thing. They're gonna try to do better. Why? They want to perfect themselves. They want to perfect their lives into the direction that, that they're trying to accomplish. And they are trying to accomplish to be on the football team or basketball team. Now, we say we're trying to accomplish to be with the Lord, okay? But yet, we got our own concept. It doesn't work like that. 
So, so the scriptures say, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. I mean, Second uh, Timothy three and uh, five. Now, uh, denying the power thereof from such turn away from. Guess what? Here's what. Here's. Let me go on to read the next verse. But let me let me let me, let me right quick. Let me say something on that. We deny the power. We send folks twelve-step program. We don't tell them, let's get on the altar. Let's call on the name of Jesus. Let's believe Jesus for deliverance and see deliverance. We time frame. We go in a church at a certain time. We got to get out at a certain time. If the preacher turn around and keep you over 15 minutes, oh, my God, we done stayed longer than uh, Folks, that's not the way of God. Then it goes on to say, uh, for such uh, uh, which creep into houses, led captively, silly women, laden in sin, are led away through divers lust. Oh, because this person looked right, because they got this, they got that, and then they get all excited, and they lead them away, and they ever learning, uh, and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's, that is, that is, folks, we don't want truth. You know what we want? Make something feel, sound good, look good. You need to tell these young men if they want to play on your, they need to get saved. If they want to play in your devotion or they want to do this, if they want to do it, get saved. Repent, cut the hair. We time out, it ain't, it ain't the hour. Oh, oh, yes, it is. Show me that it's not, and then I'll repent. But folks, we got to get real. We got to be willing to eat the true word of God. We got to be willing to accept it. Father, we thank you. Father, I praise you. Father, I honor you in all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. Father, I ask you to bless us, Lord, even the more that we may make an about faith and come back to the reality of serving you in spirit and in truth. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus, the Christ name, I pray. Amen and amen. All right. Let us say this. Love for you to check us out on the uh, web. If you miss half of the message, you can go on brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. The brother is spelled out, and you can listen to this message uh, probably... Uh, tomorrow, I just say tomorrow. It'll probably be on next couple of uh, hours. But for safe, you can listen to this on tomorrow, and we want to hear from you. My telephone number is four zero four two nine three seven five five seven. That's four zero four two nine three seven five five seven. I'm looking to hear from some of you, brother. Where is saying as I always say. You don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you.
Praise the Lord. We pray this message that you just heard was a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message again, or if you have a special prayer request, please feel free to write Brother James Ware at P.O. Box 161001, Atlanta, Georgia 30321. That's Brother James Ware at P.O. Box 161001, Atlanta, Georgia 30321. You can also learn more about the ministry of Believers Walking in Righteousness or Brother James Ware by logging onto his website, brotherjamesware.org. That's www.brotherjamesware.org. We're looking forward to hearing from you really soon. We truly pray that this broadcast has lifted your spirit and awakened you. As 2 Timothy 2.15 states, to study to show yourself approved unto God. Until the next time, be blessed. For the perfect last-minute gift, check out Spa Finder. With Spa Finder, send a relaxing spa treatment straight to their inbox without leaving the house. Gift cards can be redeemed in-store at thousands of spas and salons nationwide or online at the Spa Finder Wellness Shop. Spa Finder gift cards contain no fees and never expire, making it a perfect gift you can't go wrong with. Go to spafinder.com slash podcast15 to save 15% or enter the promo code podcast15 at checkout. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair 